0: It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in.
1: good morning head spacers what's happening here's your boy dr mike and today in the studio we have crystal what's up crystal hey. good morning good morning good morning first and foremost we just want to thank the lord for giving us another day uh lord we uh, love you we bless you we magnify you we lift your name on high and thank you so much for giving us this day want to give a special shout out to all of those who are tuning in on our live broadcast we tune in every Saturday. We try to, at least every Saturday at eleven AM Eastern daylight time. And then in Eastern Standard Time, which will be history at some point. We'll only have one time uh throughout. Well, there'll be time zones, but we won't be switching back and forth between the daylight savings and but that's another conversation. So we want to just give a shout out to all of those who are tuning in. I already see my mama is here. Mama is listening. Good to see you. Mama Dorsey, yes. And then we hey, have- mama and then we got kevin up in uh denver he is tuning in in our live and we got people who are slowly trickling in make sure you let us know in the chat where you're coming from where you're calling in from listening in and then we also want to give a special shout out we literally have listeners crystal all over the world that tune in either via the broadcast that's streamed on facebook or youtube Or also through our podcast we have several different outlets for podcasts and so for those of you that are tuning into the headspace with Dr Mike podcast thank you thank you thank you all of those of you who are tuning in please click share click share click love click like we want to get the word out we definitely want to increase our headspace nation definitely have a give a shout out to Elevation Global Media group thank you so much for your love and just constant support and just letting us know, and just you know, helping helping a brother dream. So, if you have any communication needs, uh oh, what you say, Crystal?
2: I want to say. And for those who don't know, where can you listen to the podcast like online?
1: You can listen to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Those are three of the main ones. But if you just Google Headspace with Dr. Mike, and you will find it. So, those of you who are interested in tuning in to the podcast, feel free to do that as well. My baby sister is on. Love you as well, and so Crystal, we got a lot going on. It is this is a big weekend, like this is a holiday weekend. First of all, uh, for a couple of reasons, uh, because uh, tomorrow is twofold. One is, of course, Father's Day. Yay! Yes. Right. Excited about that. Always, a, always a fun time. And then also, this is Juneteenth weekend. And that's pretty significant, you know, because, um, well, I'm just going to be honest. And I know you're fur- you from a little further south than I am, so maybe your experience was a little different. But I did not know, and I, y'all, and you, you can take my, my card away if you want. It's okay. I'm going to
2: say, go ahead and hand it over. Hand it but,
1: over. Uh, up here in North, we did not learn about Juneteenth. Uh, we did not. Growing up, and and I went to some school, my, my public, I was a public school student all my life until, until college, and we did not learn about Juneteenth. It was not something that we talked about. It was not shared here. It wasn't taught, and we did a lot of Black history stuff, but my, between the summer between my junior and senior year, uh, when I went to um, Walmart headquarters in Bentonville, Arkansas, um, and got to interact with some other folk, that's when I learned about Juneteenth. And so I learned about that. So my question to you is: Did you know about Juneteenth growing up, Crystal? Yes. Okay. Now I want y'all to keep in mind, Crystal. Where are you from geographically?
2: Kansas City, Missouri. So that's Midwest.
1: It's Midwest, but you're closer to the south than than I am. So I guess
2: that's we true. Like, a little bit. That's yeah, you're be right in Texas.
1: Okay. Help me out, listeners. Did y'all know about Juneteenth, like growing up? When did you learn about Juneteenth? Go ahead and put it in the chat because I know I'm not the only one. But if, if, you know, if Crystal, I'm sure if Christy was here, she would help me out. Although I don't know because she went to Morgan, and so I don't know. I did not know what Juneteenth was. I think I had, I think we learned about the history of that. It took a while for the slaves to hear that they were free, but I don't think I correlated it to a day called Juneteenth. And so, um, see my my sister's chiming in. Nope, she did not know. So look. The key is we're learning now. We know what it is.
2: Y'all are uppity and bougie. Ah! (laughs) That's what it is. Y'all didn't know nothing about slavery because y'all wasn't slaves.
1: Oh, stop. Now, that's not true. Now, we knew about the slavery. You know, Um, In Maryland, we were one of the major stops on the Underground Railroad. So Harriet Tubman is even from here. Matter of fact, in honor of her, I'm wearing a shirt. We out. That's what Harriet Tubman said (laughs) at some point, I'm sure. She made it a point to say, what kind of shirt are you wearing today, by the way, to um, be festive?
2: Mine says beautiful in every shade.
1: Amen. Beautiful in every shade. All hues of beauty. Very good. So anyway, Juneteenth. Uh, Kevin is telling us, you know, I never knew about Juneteenth. Got it. You learn you you learn something new now. And I think it's great that we as a nation, my sister said no. Nope. Um, for those that don't know, Juneteenth was, uh, you know, we always talk about the sleeves were fra- freed, don't, the, sl- the sleeves were freed. The slaves were freed uh, through the Emancipation Proclamation, but the word did not get out. Remember, they didn't have email. They didn't have, you know, CBS, CNN. They didn't have none of that. So news had to travel literally through word of mouth and the streets. And I imagine that certain people, um, there's a lot of legends that are out there that the reason why it took so long for the word to get out was if you were the one that had to carry that news, um you know, your life probably wasn't the safest. Let's keep it real.
2: And then also all the the plantation owners, that means that they did release all their workers. That's so right. um, the way that I knew, because my, my parents didn't let me forget. Um, first of all, my last name is Frowner. Okay. So comes from my dad's side. And my great grandfather was a slave. And he was half Native American and then half black. Okay. Well, when they signed the Emancipation Proclamation, oh, and my my um family, so deep South, okay. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, when they were released, they either had to take on the name of their owners, okay, their slave sisters, and that's why so many Johnsons and Jones and all those last names. Um, but you know how like Native Americans always look like they're frowning. Yes. So they even known as the Frowner. So he took Frowner as his last name because he wanted to be independent. And then that has been passed down through generations. So if you meet any other Frowner, we are all related because we're the only ones.
1: Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And that's a Black history as well as Native American history fact
2: yes very good well thank you
1: i mean that's awesome chris well thanks for sharing that that is yeah. very fascinating and you know uh, i appreciate you telling that story because i think a lot of people just don't hear about all that like um you know i think the way most of us know about the idea of the given names is um with roots you know kunta right? right and, and the, the 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 owners the master and that sort of thing were you know insisting that he use his American name or his you know new name Toby, and he kept mm-hmm. claiming Kunta Kinte, and so um that whole idea of names that's that's extremely that's extremely important in understanding and just you know and that kind of lends itself to this conversation about critical race theory and um just what should be taught in the schools, and um you know it's kind of sad where it's come to where we're having this argument, because the question, I don't, I don't think any sensible person, um, wants people to walk around feeling guilty because of their, you know, what their upbringing was. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, not the upbringing, but feeling guilty about the fact that they had slave owners in their lineage, or, um, you know, I don't think anybody is wanting that. I think at the same token, we want to make sure that the, the, the whole story is told. You know, let's right. let's tell the whole story.
2: Right. You know, because like, for instance, also a little another known of um, black history, like my father's middle name is Carver. And it's because my grandfather actually was friends with George Washington Carver and they were both farmers and they both um, they worked together. And so my dad actually knew George Washington Carver. and So that's why his middle name is Carver. Your dad, my dad. Because his father was a farmer and owned land and was friends with George Washington Carver.
1: Shut up. Your dad like is a black history. Yes. Like a black history book.
2: And he actually told my grandfather like own land and own property.
1: We gotta get your dad on the show at some point.
2: Yes, for sure. So that's why I was like, y'all don't know black history? We lived black history. Okay, we are black history. I tell you this on my mom's side as well about black history. I, I think that
1: wow, yeah, we gotta get daddy frowning on the show. So I think that the Wayman family had slaves as well. We are from Baltimore on my mom's side. Really, Kevin, I didn't know that. Wow, you got some Baltimore roots. Get out. You need to come, you need to come visit your 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 mother's side of the family, then. Um, Wayman family had slaves as well, and so you get it. And I appreciate you you owning that now. Do I not like you or love you any less? No, it's just a part of history, you know. Um, you know, it's a part of history, and I think that people just need to be taught that. And if people feel guilty about it, you know, that's between them and the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is the one that does the conviction. And I think that, you know, if there's something that you feel guilty about, well, then, you know, you have to make a decision about what you do with that. And I am a firm believer, I think that some of this, this, um, this feeling towards it is more so because more and more schools are teaching Black history. I just think it is. I think what's happening is that more and more are teaching it. And now let's keep it real, Crystal. A lot of these parents that are complaining about it are like, they're kind of in the age group of the parents that we went, of the people that we went to school with in college. And so it's funny because I know some of them folk that we graduated from college with, and I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm, you probably are fussing because, you know, it's it's a different, we didn't really have to encounter it. it. We had to be very intentional about it, but now it's right there. But I don't think anywhere is anyone trying to tell people well, you should feel guilty because you're white you should feel guilty because you're not this you should feel guilty no i think it's just we need to tell the whole story you know tell tell the whole story about the boston tea party the boston tea party was an illegal activity you know it yes they were protesting something that was they considered not right but tell the truth that it was not peaceful and it was not legal (laughs) you know what i mean like you you stole property they stole property that was not theirs and they they committed arson like we need to tell if we're going to tell the story let's tell it all you know let's uh, we talk about thanksgiving and yeah there was maybe that one exchange between the indians and was it john smith or or what was his name john smith and all that stuff but let's also tell the story about the fact that shortly after that a lot of these indians native americans were displaced because you know we wanted to build this this new civilization on the coast where all the water was and the ports and so that meant that the people that currently live there that were in the way, you know, they had to be pushed out. You know what I mean? Let's let's tell the let's tell the whole story.
2: <laughs> or they gave them blankets that they knew had disease.
1: They gave them blankets, exactly. Exactly. We just gotta tell the whole story. So Juneteenth, Juneteenth is an opportunity. I think it's awesome um, that the president last year really pushed that initiative and Congress really went to it and, and said, look, we're gonna go ahead and do this. Um, now, answer this for me, Crystal, even though it's a federal holiday, does Missouri um, celebrate Juneteenth as a yep. as a state? Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So we, enjoy your day off on Juneteenth. Uh, Monday is the where we recognize it, but the actual okay. day is 19, uh, June 19th. And so we're excited about that. And then we're also just excited about Father's Day. Uh, Father's Day is tomorrow as well. Just a little plug here for those of you that may be in the Baltimore area. Somebody you maybe know is uh preaching tomorrow. Let's see, preaching tomorrow at a church here. You may know this guy. Um, this is before the beard. Uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., preaching at Mount Pleasant Church and Ministries in Baltimore. So I get to preach at my home church for Father's Day. You can also tune in online as well. But if you're near Baltimore, come on and see us. But uh, if not, it's all good. You can tune in and uh, just uh, if you want to support, that is all good. Would love to hear from you. Let us know in the chat that you're tuning in so I'm getting ready. And I'll I'll give you a preview, Crystal. My title is The Mantle of a Father.
2: Oh, yes.
1: The Mantle of a Father. Mm -hmm. So so we're going to see what we do with it. But Father's Day is upon us. You got any big plans for you and your dad uh, tomorrow, Crystal?
2: Um, Well, first of all, I'd like to say Happy Father's Day to you.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
2: Yes. And you're talking about men to on your mantle for the one behind you, right? So yeah. uh, that's a that's a piece of clothing. Um, are you wearing the Hoochie Daddy shorts? Am I what now? Are you wearing the Hoochie Daddy shorts this summer? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Hoochie Daddy shorts. Lord have mercy. Am I wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts? Well, first of all, I don't think Hoochie Daddy shorts are appropriate in the pulpit. <laughs> I, mean, I probably shouldn't put the Hoochie Daddy shorts on. I do have a couple of pair of Hoochie Daddy shorts, but mm-hmm. I didn't do that on purpose. It's called, um, I gained a few pounds. <laughs> so so if any of y'all see me out and about, it's not because I'm doing it on purpose. You got your ties I'm out? I'm just saying,
2: <laughs> Hoochie Daddy shorts lord do you have mercy socks up to your knees too is that what you be doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i have issues with 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 my circulation in my legs so okay. if i wear the socks all the way up to my knees it's because i'm wearing the compression socks that's about it it's the
2: <laughs> <If> <laughs> you know what when... dress socks my daddy used to do that walk around with the dress socks up listen,
1: listen at camp
2: church camp listen, listen
1: what listen. Listen, Shirella said, "Not, not the thigh out. Listen, <laughs> listen. You gotta let the thighs breathe, y'all. You gotta <laughs> let the thighs breathe. So it's funny. And as I'm preparing for this sermon, one of the things I was thinking about was the fact that, um, you know, I. Well, you know what? Let's take a break real quick because I'm gonna talk about this because this getting, this getting older thing is really, um, is really doing a number on me. Let's go ahead and take a quick break because we gotta talk about this. Twenty twenty gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael, clients of his, as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Waltz Services on Instagram. Remember, G Waltz Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So you sit there talking about your daddy wearing them dress socks in the middle of the summer at summer camp with the shorts. So I am going through it's one of the things where you hear always hear the story of, you know, um you they when they say you'll understand it better by and by, and as you get mm-hmm. older, there are things that make a lot more sense. And that's that is that is true to some degree. Some degree. But um it is funny because I am starting to notice that I am getting set in my ways. Mm. And it's one of those things that I'm like starting and, you know, I'm starting to embrace, I mean, you know, I'm 44, so um, a couple years ago, I started noticing oh, <laughs> Shavela, Shirella just said, my dad did too with the long dress socks and the leather.
2: <laughs> yes, the leather sandals! You know, I was,
1: I, I, y'all, Is I'm that just, like um, a universal black dad thing? I'm not there yet. I, You know <laughs> what, I, I'm getting to the point now where I'm just starting to realize and I can't see, you know, so I got to actually, I was doing a whole lot of moving the things away and so I finally embrace, I'm getting the progressives and, and I have the readers and stuff. But um, but one of the things I was noticing and I posted this on Facebook that my nose hairs are starting to get set in their own way. And, <laughs> and the thing about it is, Crystal, it gets even worse because it wasn't the dark nose hairs, they were both gray. So it was like, I had to get, re- like, why are you gray? Like you're the two stragglers and you hanging out of my nose and you gray. It's like, y'all, this is not, this aging thing is something. And so I'm not quite there yet with the socks in the in the leather sandals. I just, I just, I can't get myself to do that. Favela,
2: get him some leather shoes. No, oh, she, be.
1: she better do that. Now I will do the slides. I will do the slides with um with athletic socks. I'll do that. But that's because no. I haven't got a pedicure yet. So I don't want y'all joking my feet.
2: No, wait. So I think for Father's Day, I'm going to put a parental child lock on his credit cards because my father is 79 years old and I think he lost his last loving last mind. So, right. So I went to the house to drop something out. He comes out, he has on Nike shorts. Okay. Some ankle socks. Nike ankle socks and some Nike socks. I said, uh, excuse me, sir, where do you think you were going? He's talking about. I'm not even mad they they at
1: him, good, he's matched
2: up. Because no, sometimes- no, but why is he, buy- he going to tell me? I've seen this on the E, the E, he watches like, um, you know, like the E network or whatever, like that, the um entertainment news. And he's like, this is how they wear it. Yes, they wear it. Not 80 year old men, retired. Let that man live his life. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. let that nope. man live his life. Nope.
1: he is That's matching. Right. He has what now. So, you'd be mad if he was wearing Under Armour socks with Adidas shorts and a po- a uh, a, 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 what a, pu- a Puma shirt. You'd be mad if he wasn't matched up. At least he st- kept it all in the same family.
2: No, he's already like one step away from it. He's talking about I want I want one of them shirts with the upside down you. I said upside down you? What are you talking about? Hey, under armor because you know the, the thing looks oh, like God. The on, yeah, he's talking about said, okay, what size you wear? He's talking about I need a medium. No, you don't. He's talking about he want to show his muscles. He said, no sleeves. I don't know. I said I have to, I have to block his credit card and the TV because he is making all the wrong images. Mr. Wrong. Frowner,
1: Mr. Frowner, Pastor Frowner, I need you to go ahead and live your best life. No. And you enjoy your Nike shorts, your ankle socks, and your slides. You enjoy yourself. <laughs> you need to let that man live his life. And go ahead. And I and I'm rebuking your daughter right now. She did not need to put a no. lock on your credit card.
2: Yes, I do. <laughs> I do uh, some, somehow like the power of attorney. Um, <laughs>
1: All right, so let's see what else we got going on. We got we got a couple of things going on. So there is this uh, you know, summer is picking up, summer, you know, Father's Day is you know, summertime, you know, summertime. We got Father's Day. I'm sure people are gonna be barbecuing on Monday because it's a holiday. Um, people are gonna be living their best lives with their travel and stuff. Airbnb kind of there's a there's some controversy. With, I don't even know it's controversy, but Atlanta, it was reported earlier this week that Atlanta was um was like restricting who could have an airbnb um and it was really it was causing some controversy but since that time and you know we here hipsters we believe in like making sure we we share the whole story it wasn't so much that they were trying to keep people from having and owning airbnbs it was more so they passed laws that actually made it so that if you were going to be an airbnb operator or even vrbo that you had to register it and it was a registration process. And uh, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Like, what are your thoughts on that, Crystal?
2: I think so, because I think it um, it w- is unregulated because um, for those who are renting, sometimes uh, the owners have cameras mm-hmm. um, or they, have, of course, the owners, they have keys. And they could come in at any time. And so that wasn't fair for the people who were actually renting for the owner to show up and just be like, "Hey, what's going mm-hmm. on?" or whatever they may be doing. Or sometimes the owner show up and they like they didn't like you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to put you out. So and you already paid your money, mm-hmm. and then they where they didn't want to give the money back or um, whatever. And then it also protects the Airbnb owners because what if they rent it out and then they have parties or they have more than the allowed people came there, um or even worse, if they become squatters and they don't want to leave
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then what do you do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people I actually know of people who will rent out Airbnbs and they will um you know, host parties and stuff like they rent them out to host a party because they'll get those big ones and mm-hmm. host parties and stuff. and the question becomes like, you know, is that even ethical? like is that something that you should be doing, or then do they take care of it? So, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I think that um the idea of having some some kind of things regulated, um, you know, with regulation, I mean, there comes some, I mean, it just it just happens. Like, I, but I think that that's important because, you know, if I'm sleeping at three o'clock in the morning, you don't, like, you don't have, I don't. At this point, you do not have the right. You don't have. It's scary. It's ne- Let me put it this way: It's unsettling to know that you could just walk in on me at any time while I'm, you know vacationing, that's
2: just,
1: that's a little irky.
2: A lot of people travel alone or they travel um, with only like a few people. So if you come in with a couple other people, you can overcome us or whatever it it may be. Yeah, no, I I, think our valuables or whatever it may, like you said.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's right. I think it's good that um, Atlanta and I'm I'm guessing that other cities are kind of taking on that that idea of just regulating those things and so that protects the consumer and it also protects the the owner as well. Um, So for the most part, I think our our theme is a good thing. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we got a heads up.
0: Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart.
1: So before I get into my heads up, I gotta give a quick shout out, a couple shout outs. One is I have to give a shout out to my dad. Dad, happy Father's Day to you. We'll celebrate tomorrow. Uh, but just want to give a shout out to you as well as got to give a shout out to my boy, Sean, Sean and his new bride, Lauren. Uh, you just got married last week in Missouri. You got married on Monday. Uh, from what I see, the hashtag is hashtag Monday in Missouri. So um, congratulations on your nuptials. Uh, so happy for you too. And then I also um, got to give a shout out to Pastor John McNeil. And uh, Crystal knows Pastor McNeil. Uh, Pastor McNeil, we we'll actually talk about that in a few moments. We'll talk about after the heads up because then we can talk about that together. But my heads up today is titled "Just Reboot." Just reboot. And you know what kind of sparked that was um, the other day. I was getting to work, and I was, you know, believe it or not, I, I do work. I do work, y'all. I do work. I do work. And it may come as a shock to you, but I do. I do do my work. And uh, one day I was really working, and you know how sometimes you're just in the zone and you're just getting things done. And I mean, I'm just working, and I actually had the word going. And but then I also had, um, I had the internet because I was doing different things with different things on the internet between my email and um, the system that we use to do our time sheets and approve leave. And I was checking some information, checking some data, and all that stuff. And I was, I mean, I was really getting going, getting going. And I noticed that things were just very sluggish. Right? Things were just sluggish. And um, it was one of those things that I would sit there, and it was like all of a sudden, my momentum was kind of like shutting down. It was like it was it was getting impeded uh, because um, I just wasn't really able to work because I would type things you ever get to type in and you look on the screen and nothing's there. then all of a sudden it like comes through. and it was like just everything was just sluggish. the internet was just real slow, but I'm still pressing through, I'm still pressing through, I'm pressing through. And, and one of the things that just ended up happening was I realized that the thing was so sluggish that actually just trying to press through it was actually causing more of a of a, of a inconvenience. And so it got to the point where I did a control alt delete because I wanted to see maybe if I had too many things running and stuff. And, and finally, what I just went ahead and did was I just rebooted. I just went ahead. I made sure everything was saved and I just rebooted. And I allowed my computer to go through the process. Of of going through the steps again to re-engage itself, to to maybe catch some updates that needed to be cat caught because the computer was rebooting. And what's amazing is as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how many of us, you know, these last two years have been just, just crazy. Like they've been really, I'ma say, I'ma say this, they've been rough. Um, not that, you know, life in general doesn't have its rough moments, but just you know, y'all, we, we had a major pandemic, we we have this issue with the pandemic, we had the health stuff, then we had the lockdowns, then we had the situation where it was like trying to get everything restarted and getting reengaged with life. And then now, you know, you got the monkeypox situation, you got the gas situation, you got inflation happening. I mean, it's just a never ending battle. And it almost feels like we didn't get a respite. You know, usually when we have like some kind of natural disaster or some type of thing, there's always like a break a law but it's like every month there's just something new right um matter of fact I'm, I'm thinking about how um as the pandemic was going on and then we had the election stuff and you know we get ready to go through elections again and all this other stuff i remember that somebody actually had the bingo board and they were just basically every month where we're just showing like some major issue that happened and it was just no break. And it was funny because I remember looking at that at one point thinking, man, you know, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a couple of months where they're just going to maybe have the same thing because there's not going to be anything happening. Sure enough, something else new didn't popped up, right? And um, what I realized was that, you know, we've been going, 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 and we haven't had a chance to reboot, right? What's nice about a reboot with the computer more often than not, Um, Your computer may get a critical update, like a security update. Um, It may just get an update to fix a bug that's come up in some of the software, some of the programming, and the computer will tell you from time to time, you need to reboot, right? Um, I know for our work computers, um, we're told to keep our, at the very least, keep our things logged in, um, not logged in, but just connected to the network and the internet overnight so that they can get any critical updates updated. And there are times where even though, I may have gone to bed with um, certain things on my screen, I'll go back the next day, and I have to re log in and everything because there were some updates that had gone through, there was some opportunity for some new things to come into my computer. And I realized that a lot of times in our lives, we don't really give ourselves and afford ourselves that opportunity to reboot. And and we got to recognize the fact that at some point, our bodies need to shut down and go again I, I first learned this back when uh early early on so those that knew me for a long time and you happen to like be in the same room with me when it was time to sleep you would notice I had a real big issue with snoring I still do right and and it eventually got to the point where um I got a CPAP and life has changed dramatically but uh what was fascinating was as I was going through the process one of the things I would notice is that I would not sleep very well at night because I didn't go through the full stages of sleep. And so when it came time for me to get the true rest, I never really got it because that was the time when I would start choking you know, in my sleep and that's what caused the snoring. And what, what we found out was that at some point in the day, my body would force itself to kind of shut down for a few moments and just reboot, right? And it did it automatically. It's amazing how resilient our bodies are. And it was my body's way of just saying, look, even though you're not necessarily operating at ma- maximum you know, effectiveness, at some point, you you got to shut this down. You cannot sustain life um, at this pace and keep on going and going and going without some kind of reboot. And one of the things I want to encourage you all is that you know our bodies are set up in such a way that if we don't do it voluntarily, it will happen involuntarily. We got to reboot. Y'all, at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong. There is not a sign of weakness that says, you know what? I just need to take a staycation. You know what? I got some leave that I've accrued at my job. We um we actually had, um you know, we have situations where you have, um if you earn a certain amount of leave, if you don't use it within a certain period of time, it it goes away. But because of what was happening with the pandemic and stuff, people, you know, we were short-staffed and we had a lot of things that were going on. We actually have what's called carryover to the point where many of my hours have carried over, get this, have carried over because I wasn't able to use those in enough time. And that was a sign that, you know what? I got to reboot because I'm not going to be effective to anybody. It's the proverbial when you get on the plane and they give you the safety um, uh, discussion and they say, before you help someone else put their mask, on, you got to put yours on first, right? Because at the end of the day, if I pass out because of uh, the lack of oxygen, then I'm not going to be able to help anybody. And then it to be honest with you, I become a burden to others. And a lot of times we don't even think about that. A lot of times we just think about, well, I'm just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. But what you got to recognize is that there are other people that actually are impacted by your desire to keep going. Y'all just reboot. we had a situation we've gone through, major trauma. We, we haven't even seen the results of what we have all just gone through. And you have to take advantage of this opportunity to reboot so what does that mean it doesn't mean if you don't have a lot of money i get a gas is like 20 dollars a gallon right now i get it that like you're not really going anywhere but sometimes it's as simple as just unplugging you know sitting back and just taking a day where you're saying you know what i'm not even going to answer this phone letting people know i will not answer the phone today because i have to take time because i'm not going to be any good to you if i'm Um, if I'm not taking advantage of this opportunity. So make sure you take time to just reboot. And that's my Heads Up.
0: Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charge discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head to head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM.
1: Well, let's see, we are at the point where today is the 18th. That means that next week is our head to head. And so if you have any ideas for what you want us to discuss for our head to head, please Email them to actually DM us Headspace DM H E A D S P A C E D M. Any ideas for Headspace? We will make sure we discuss it because uh, we always like head-to-head, head-to-head is always fun because it's a great time for us to argue. So so getting back to my shout-outs, Crystal, Dr. McNeil, Pastor McNeil, yes. Atlanta Bible, Bible Church in Atlanta. Um, you know, um, he just celebrated his birthday and his retirement, but I feel like Doctor McNeil's been retiring like for the last twenty-something years. Like, <laughs> can he really in retire? the process, that's what it is. It's a process, right? It's a process for him. But um, congratulations to Doctor McNeil. They had a um shindig um last week. I, my family and I were invited, but we were not able to go. Did your um any of your family go um to Atlanta for that? No. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you know, one great thing about you want to talk about Black History. Um. You know, we, uh, Crystal and I always talk about the uh, fundamentally Baptist, evangelical Christian college that we went to uh, that um, actually had its roots in the GARBC, General Association of Regular Baptist Churches, I think it was. It was a conservative, a little more conservative than even what I grew up with. Um, but nonetheless, um, one of the painful pieces of history that I do have to give them credit for. They honored this and respected. I want to say back in 2000 or 2001, they actually formally apologized for the fact there was a point when there were a group of pastors, including uh, Pastor McNeil, who wanted to become members of that um, association and uh, they were not allowed because they were black. Mm. So they ended up forming their own one called the Fundamental Baptist Fellowship Mm -hmm. Association, FBFA um and matter of fact i'm sure they're having their their conference pretty soon um but anyway they became they formed this new one and um you know pastor mcneil is one of the pioneers of that organization and um so just have to give a shout out to those 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 folk who are really who really set us up so that we can be in positions where we are today you know be in positions where we are today where we can kind of be thankless when it comes to what we do like I, you know the fact is that. Pretty much I feel as if I could walk into a church. Whether or not the people actually want me to be in the church is another conversation. That's a personal thing, but I feel like I can go and worship in any place, you know, that I want to. And I, I think it's pioneers like uh, Dr. McNeil and, and others who um did this. So just want to give a special shout out to him. Um and uh your dad, your dad played a very important part in all that as well because he was pretty active with yeah. FBA
2: and he still is and he's still he's more active in the um GRBC because okay. he's actually um i forget what it what it's called but um he's over like um three different um uh, states mm-hmm. uh, so he is pastors and then he also um goes and preaches um in the absence of their home pastor ah
1: um, so does some pulpit we, supply mhm That is cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was active in the GRBC like that. Good.
2: Yeah, he still goes every year because of the conference. Um, Yeah. I think it's called a counselor. I forget what what his actual position title is. But Mm -hmm. it's been many, 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 many years. Um, I remember when we first moved to Kansas City, um, the GRBC helped build the actual building of the church. Got it. That my dad got called to preach at.
1: Wow. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Talk about history right there. Well, it's Mm -hmm. funny you talking about, we're talking about church because, um, you know, we try to on Fridays and Saturdays, you know, we try to really be intentional about spending some family time together. And, um, you know, it's real easy, you know, we're in a house, we got, we got each of us has access to our own TV if we need to. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we try to actually, if we, we spend some time together and, you know, we always have a movie. Like we try to find a movie that. Uh, I have to tell you, my son, my son, his little ten-year-old self, he. um The Holy Spirit is thick in him, <laughs> because we'll go to watch a movie with him, and he'll be like, "That's PG-13." Okay. So, well, we're saying it's okay to watch it, and he'll give us the side eye. Like, are you sure? Yep, he Just like that. <laughs> just like that. He will do that. So, so anyway. He's holding
2: you accountable. That's
1: what it is. I said, I said, I appreciate that, buddy. I said, I appreciate that. And so we try to find something that's a little, you know, that, that's in speed. Like it was PG. He was like, what does PG mean? So it means parental guidance. What about age? You're okay. You fit within. It's okay for PG. Okay. And he gave us that look. So anyway, last night we watched a movie called Church People. And um, it was about, uh, I recommend it to anybody. It was on Amazon Prime. Um, I recommend it to anybody. It's very wholesome, but what it deals with is a, I'm not going to give it all away, but there's a a youth pastor who um, gets on the speaking, the national speaking circuit. And one of the things he learns real quick is that he feels like um, church has become very commercialized and like it it's become its own business and um and so that kind of is where the story kind of begins like where the rest of the conflict goes and it's it, it was very good i really appreciated it i think um you know coming from a mega church um myself i can appreciate the the tension and the conflict right i can appreciate that look we got to get the bills paid right we got to get the you know we have to make sure that we're providing um, the opera because we have other because too much is given, much is required. Right. And so there's different types of programming that you need. And and look, let's face it, this day and age, it needs money. You know, it it, it cash. What, it, what did Wu-Tang say? Cash rules everything around me. Cream <laughs> dollar dollar bill. You all right. And so um, I really appreciated that. But then just watching it, it was kind of funny. It made me laugh a little bit. I got a question for you, Crystal. Do you think that church? Has become too commercialized. Like, what what are your thoughts on that?
2: Um, I think it, it depends. Um, I think that a lot of the mega churches have, um, and I, I it's almost like, like unintentionally though, mm-hmm. uh, in order to get the younger people the. Um, crowd, so to speak, in Mm -hmm. order to be able to get the message to the masses, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they have adopted some ways of the business world, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which is great because a lot of the old school churches, they had the problem of being too exclusive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and too um, condescending when it came to the message. Presenting the message mm-hmm. Because you know back in the day If you go to an old school church um, The church mothers are going to be Giving you the eye from the moment you walk in the door you if know, you don't
1: have your, if Y'all didn't wear your white stockings right
2: Yes white stockings Okay um, especially if you didn't Wear it on first Sunday That was mm-hmm. even more of a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> And if your skirt Was anywhere near the top of your knee Okay it needs to be to the bottom Of your knee not the top mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and your hair had to be perfectly done with your church hat, and all those types of things. They were they were so focused on the outwards that a lot of times scared away the younger people to Mm -hmm. want to even come to church. Um, so I think sometimes like um, relaxing the rules and then like try to make it so so um, open, so open the doors for a lot of, like I said, the, I don't want to call it rolliness, but um, the business aspect of it to become more prevalent, I should mm-hmm. say. Because when you were a smaller church, um, you were able to keep the lights on. You were able to do all these things, but you weren't investing in um, these uh, expensive cameras or buying the airtime or you, uh, having like you have to have a real um musicians and all that those things cost where a smaller church you have your the deacon board singing and we all know they can't sing but we just listen to them you know <laughs>
1: like, Bless God. that wonderful name of Jesus oh bless that wonderful name of.
2: <laughs> yes yeah. but then when you had the modern ones and you have uh, uh a song leader that is actually writing songs and producing that takes money so you're going to have to 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 um fund those things in order to fund those things you need to do other things so that's why i said like sometimes in order to get the message out it, it went towards the business because that's how they were able to um get the message to the masses
1: I love I love that you bring that up because you're so true that it's one of the things that it's like you know back in the day and this reminds me a little bit of what my dad used to say um he would say things like you know we did with what we had we did with what we knew we didn't know you know we didn't know any better we didn't know any different right and um you know back in the day we didn't know any different you know we had the the deacons would get up and do the devotion it was the devotional period they get up do the prayer you know, and you had that one deacon that actually would sing his prayer, right? You had that one deacon that did that. And then they would do a couple of the church hymns and do the, and do the read the scripture. And sometimes it was the old Testament passage and a new Testament passage, right? Cause right. they, they, they weren't right. If it was just new Testament or just old Testament, it had to be one of each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and deal. you were
2: in church, all, in church day.
1: all day. And the thing about it was you didn't complain about it because we didn't know any better
2: didn't
1: know any better. We didn't know any better. Like you just knew you knew you were going to go in at 10-ish. You better eat breakfast before you go to church. Um, And then that little churchman or three was going to hold have have some
2: provisions in your church.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I mean you just knew. And the thing about it was, and the thing about it was we just didn't know anything. And so then all of a sudden now we've gotten to a point where churches become different. I think it's just the evolution of it. And I think, you know, um, you're right. We got a, we got a, a song leader that can actually sing. That actually does this. It's their job. Like it's their it's their giftedness and it costs money. And I think that that also and this, this is another conversation for another day, the whole idea of, you know, just because I'm doing it for church, should I not get compensated for it, right? You know, I mean that's that's a great conversation to have at some point.
2: And then also going back to even your headspace for today, about sitting on Sundays, we didn't do anything else. We went to church. You know, we had our our dinner in the afternoons, and then we went back to church. We yeah. didn't have anything else that we had to be at. But now closed because everything Close.
1: was closed. Stuff it was closed. Was
2: like it was even open. So you didn't have the option. But now people have what? Uh, kids have soccer games, um, all type of competitions that go on, volleyball, you know, basketball, tournaments, everything happens on the weekends. And then um, um, like you were saying, everything is overloaded. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, this, you're always saying yes at the time, but you really don't. And you have to shut down, you have to reset. Where um and, and church has adopted. To those types of that lifestyle, where now church is like up in and out in an hour, you know, they get all in in an hour to an hour and fifteen minutes. Like if you go past forty five minutes, especially special sermon, no one's paying attention, you no. know. um I mean, a people's attention span is now even they say even shorter than a goldfish, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, it's like <laughs> it's like TikTok and, and, and YouTube and all these things. We've been conditioned to everything being under three minutes. Okay, gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, gimme. Let me consume what it is supposed to do. Let me go do whatever else I have to do. Mm-hmm. Or people are so used to doing multiple things at one time, especially like um, during COVID, it kind of cultivated that situation where you're listening to church and you're on the workout routine, but you're also sending emails, you know, for your work. So you're doing like three things at one time where people don't actually come and sit and worship and enjoy being at church. Like I remember I used to look forward to Sunday because it was a holy day, you know? Like, that is <laughs> so true. community came together because I went to a small church. Like yeah. My dad's church was um, probably about 100, 220 people. It okay. wasn't like a massive church. So um, like you say, it was totally different from me growing up and then seeing like, um, the TD Jakes and, you know, all those. I was like, so big, even coming to Cedarville, it was like, whoa, this is huge.
1: With you the know? TV screen, the big screen, and you had the words, <sighs> the words on the screen as people were singing. And, um you know, we could actually play a, a video clip as a part of the sermon illustration. <laughs> and no, you're absolutely right. Kevin said, "I
2: was shocked when they didn't have the um testimony time. Like, where's testimony time? We
1: don't have testimony. That is so true. I forgot about that. Um, Kevin said, mega churches have changed a lot over the years. I remember growing up and in my youth group, we had Wednesday night worship, which was great. Now we don't even have Wednesday night worship. Kevin, you're right, and mm-hmm. you know we've changed, we've evolved. We had a conversation like this uh, not too long ago on our worship planning team. Uh, we meet every other week for my church, and we just talked about the fact that you know." Our people we used to we used to actually have a morning, you know, you had Sunday school, but then you had we had a 7:45 service, and then we had a 1040 or 11, 1045 or 11, something like that. And then sometimes we would have um for communion first Sunday, we actually had a four o'clock service. Mm. Um, so and then if it was a special day, it would be the same thing for a special day, like if it was bishop's anniversary, if it was church anniversary, if it was men's day, women's day, youth day. We had that. So you're right. We were in church all day, but you didn't, you weren't competing with anything. The stores were closed, you know, pretty much, you know, if you didn't get it before four or five, then you didn't get it. So that's why you had to go get stuff Saturday. Saturday was the day that you actually used to get your errands done, to get yourself ready for church, right? Uh, we had choir rehearsal on Saturday night. And then, you know, Wednesday you had, you had something like either prayer meeting or Bible study or church. And now we're at a situation now where it's like, man, um, why am I going to leave my house for some people that live, you know, go to a commuter church, some people that live, you know, 30, 40 minutes away from the church. I'm not getting out of, I'm not going to work all day to get out of my bed, like get out of my house and go to church at seven o'clock not to get home till nine, nine 30, 10 o'clock when all you have to do is just, I can go on, I can go on YouTube and watch this service Mm -hmm. while I'm cooking dinner while I'm decompressing from the day and you know it's 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 dueling man it's and here's the other thing the average person does not have just one job they sure don't yeah. The average person does not just have one job
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a conversation I think for another day and I think that um I, I did appreciate the movie because it did um it, it did kind of make me think about you know what is the main thing what is the main thing let's take a quick break focused on photo versed in video for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots casual candidates to structured scenes our team can provide whatever you need in baltimore you may have seen us at local events such as the poly city tailgate or the randallstown romp you can find us on all social media platforms at the number four any media For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create. So (laughs) on a different note, Crystal in India, Mm -hmm. in India, there was a mad elephant. Okay. There was an elephant that killed a lady. But then Traveled several miles to attend her funeral to kill her again. Wow. <laughs> What's that about?
2: <laughs> well, first of all, they say, you know, elephants never forget. So clearly, <laughs> <laughs> this elephant did not forget. It was not playing. Is it said, just in case? so
1: that's a whole lot like that's a whole lot so
2: apparently
1: she was responsible she helped a bunch of poachers kill one of her babies I guess and you know what I'm gonna tell y'all something y'all keep on messing with these mamas if y'all want to what'd you say
2: I just said right like how how like like you said you mess with the mama if you want to you don't know what you're gonna uncover what you know like mm -mm.
1: (laughs) annette said how did he know to come back at that time of place i don't know annette i don't know if (laughs) he just smelled something i have no clue all i know is that he went? He killed a goat too, by the way. He killed a goat too, so I guess he just said, and what you know, go go make he wanted to make sure she was dead. He wanted to make
2: sure, <laughs> yeah. But I heard that when it came to the funeral, it brought its friends like the whole herd came, It when they come along, it said it did a whole drive by. That's what it did. It was like, <laughs> oh,
1: I just gotta. I, I, this whole story is just amazing because. You know, y'all notice that Christy isn't here this week, but um, she is. Um, her church is doing some things for the men. They had a a, a luncheon for the men or brunch today, so she was helping with that. But um, she kind of left this with us, and I just I because it's unfolding. Like, there's more details that are coming forward. Break. It's like breaking news. Like more information. Yeah,
2: and it's the same thing. It's like the 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 mother elephant was like, and another thing, and you another know?
1: thing. That's right. Nice. Nice. And another thing. Um, Kevin said, elephants never forget. That's why we should be nice to them. Abs- Listen, you ain't got to tell me twice. I think elephants are the greatest. I think elephants are amazing. Um, But I just tell you that y'all keep on messing with nature if y'all want to. Y'all can go here and mess with them because they're letting y'all know they're tired of your stuff. They are letting you know they are tired of your stuff. I will never forget. Those of you that come to D.C., you got to go to the um, National Zoo. Uh, the National Zoo is run by the Smithsonian, so um, here in D.C., um, all those, all the museums and stuff are free. Um, so free access, so include the National Zoo, and um, it is incredible. It is amazing. Well, we took um, my wife. You know, she is in charge of our kids' choir, and so she decided to do an outing with them. This was several years ago, so Shavella, we're, we're overdue for this. We need to do this again. Anyway, we uh, went to the zoo, and it was my first time being there. And there was a lion on um there were a a couple of lions right so we were standing around just watching them whatever whatever and all of a sudden the lion decided to roar and when i tell you crystal i felt my whole life flash before my eyes really now he was they were all i don't know if it was a he or she was kate i mean they were in you know they, they weren't gonna get to us but i just knew he was calling for something I mean, when I tell you, like this was a Mufasa, it was
2: it we, we were standing
1: around and we all were just like
2: Yeah.
1: There's video footage, and all of us are like, my heart, I was shaking afterwards. Uh-huh. Like that was intense.
2: I'm I'm gonna look up now. How long? Um I think I want to say elephants are pregnant for like uh, eighteen months or something like that.
1: They're pregnant for a long time. Well, remember the well? I don't know about elephants. I know about giraffes. Remember the 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 giraffe that we were watching on <laughs> or Facebook? Oh
2: yeah. Oh, it says it says um, African elephants are pregnant pregnant for twenty two months, and Asian elephants are are pregnant for eighteen to twenty two months. So that mama was like, I carried that thing around for almost two years.
1: Two years. And you're going to go ahead and kill it. Went through means-
2: labor, pushed his big-headed self out of myself for you to come poach my baby? Oh, did you, did yeah. You, you say big mama himself? was mad.
1: Pause. Did you say big-headed self out of myself? <laughs> is that what you just said? <laughs> big-headed self out of myself. Mm. Lord have but mercy. Kevin said, is this in D.C. or Baltimore? It's in D.C. I probably shouldn't say this, but the Baltimore Zoo they need y'all need to go ahead and y'all need to invest some money into the Baltimore zoo it is a letdown and I'm from Baltimore And you know I try to like all things Baltimore it is a letdown we went to that zoo and we went on one of them discount days and I was like if I had paid full price for this I would have definitely demanded a refund so um you
2: got hamsters
1: listen they did that all the animals just looked like they were on crack it was a mess it was a mess it was just a mess they did not they did they didn't look good at all but you know what Let's go ahead and take a quick break before we go. And then...
0: Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart.
1: Well, Crystal, it is that time. Man, it's amazing how time flies when you're having fun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. You know what, everybody here, I just want to just, again, to all the daddies, happy Father's Day. Uh, To those of you who uh, don't have that dad here now, I just want you to know that uh, we love and support you. And we will share our daddies with you um, because um, that is something that we want to let you know. We love and support you during this time. Um, happy Juneteenth to everyone, even though this is, uh, you know, this is the the subject matter of the Black slaves. Everybody can uh, celebrate Juneteenth because, um, you know, freedom is freedom, right? We all got that. We got that freedom and we appreciate that freedom. So I hope you all do something um, constructive this weekend. And um, I wish many of God's blessings upon you until we shall meet again. See you all next week. Peace. <laughs>
0: For tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.